Okie dokie. Welcome to another episode of Budding Romance, a podcast where we smoke weed and talk about ABC's The Bachelor. My name is Dana. And I'm Evan. This week we will be discussing weeks four, five, and probably six. You nailed it. Of season 24, The Bachelor. This season features Peter, who apparently is a pilot, but I have seen no evidence of it this season thus far, so I'm really questioning that. How do you feel about that, Evan? Yeah, I can't quite remember him ever flying a plane. Right? Like, I I just can't picture him in the uniform, you know? No. Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, The way this podcast works is... We have a hat. We are going to put questions in said hat. Uh, we've we've each written our own questions, so there's some mystery to it, but not really, because I'm pretty sure I wrote most of the questions. You wrote most of the questions this week. Well, you know what happens. Um. Anyway, and before every question, or you know, every few questions, we'll do a little bit more weed. We'll get a little bit more high, and hopefully by the end of this, nothing will make sense, but we'll all have a good time, and that's the important thing. Evan, who's our sponsor this week? This week, we are brought to you by Mastication. It's it's good when you're watching The Bachelor and you're just sitting on your couch and you got your hand in your bowl of chips and you're putting your chips in your mouth and you chew them. You masticate. Yum, yum. Delicious Delicious. mastication. Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty, uh, it should, okay, well, uh, mm, uh, I guess that's a good lead into, um, me noting that before we started recording, I thought it would be fun to take an edible, I think maybe it's starting to kick in, because my brain's starting to just pick up a little bit, um, so this week I'm enjoying Tasty's Indica Cannabis Grape Gummies infused with cannabis extract uh let's read up more about it it was processed by nova paths llc um it, i took one gummy and it's got 4.53 milligrams per serving so really not that much um so let's get wiggity wecked <laughs> yeah let's get wiggity wecked <laughs> i did not take an edible because i'm normally like this um but this week, we are enjoying Candyland, a bulk flower harvested. Nobody cares when it was harvested. Uh, it's produced by Entheo Gardens. And it, is it a sativa hybrid or just a sativa? I think they said it was a sativa hybrid. It is a THC content of 24.42% and a CBD content of 0.07%. Numbers for all the nerds out there. Nerds love numbers. They freaking love numbers. Well, <laughs> you know what number I like? What number do you like? Uh, <laughs> 420. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a weed podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'll probably cut that out. That was a really bad joke. All right. Uh, are we ready to start asking questions? Yeah. Let's tell them about the hat. What kind of hat we got this week, Dana? Uh, this week, we have a lovely hat selected by our very own Evan. Um, it is what one might call a knit cap. Um, it has a wonderful kind of fuzzy pom-pom on the top. It's not really like a fake fur. It's more of like a, like a thin yarn on the top, but it's got a bunch of, a bunch of floof to it. So it's, it's got like good palm, like, you know, like you can kind of like, 
like floof it with your hand a little bit. Feels yeah. nice. Um, it's a wonderful lime green color, and it has um, some blue and white stripes going across the top. And uh, it says, what does it say? Hoofer SNS on it. Which, Evan, can you explain to the wonderful people what that means? Yeah, it means, oh, I don't actually know what it means. This is a club I was in in college that I don't really understand what it was. But it was like a skiing and snowboarding thing, um, partially. But they did other stuff. I think it's an outdoor club. Um, that sounds cool. I think it was. It's a cool hat. I once bled a lot on it because my friend shot me with their BB gun. And uh, then we played, no, we played Bloody Knuckles first um, because we were drunk. Uh, But that's no excuse. But the blood came out. Uh, You just wash it in cold water and cold water is good for removing blood stains. Who knew? Yeah. Probably a lot of people. Probably a lot of murderers too. Yeah. Bleach will get rid of the DNA. I learned that from CSI. Oh, okay. Good to know. Because yeah. I always wondered, like, the blood's great. What about the DNA? Yeah, the DNA. All right. Uh, let's get started. Let's do a little bit of weed and ask our first question. Picking the question out of the hat. What do you think of that? Questions galore. What is in store? Hey, Dana. Who do you want to see in paradise? A little bit? Nobody. But I would like to see Tammy again, because I think she kind of just completely lost her cool, and the last two episodes have been a mess. Glad she went home. I think she just couldn't be there anymore. She wasn't in the right headspace anymore. Uh, so I think she should get a second chance in Paradise. I'd like to see Natasha there because she's a lot of fun and really cool and I like her, but I really don't think Peter's going to pick her. Um, who else? Uh, I'd like to see a Yella or a Hala. Oh, Alea. Alea. The pageant queen who's really scary. Yeah, yeah I think scary. she would just ruin Paradise for a lot of people. And one of those people not included, maybe included, myself. So, I have to then ask, are you a fan of the overly dramatic drama of this season, or do you prefer a more mellow season? Like, do you want to focus a little bit more on the romance, or a little bit more on the drama? I would like the producers to just get out of there. Like, the show's overproduced this season, um, and I don't like that. Uh, Do I like the drama? Honestly, I haven't been able to pay attention a whole lot this season. It's just, I don't really care. It's too produced. It's kind of hard. I don't know if I like drama in general, but I'm also not really here for the romance. I don't know why I'm here anymore. Maybe you're not here for the right reasons. I don't think I'm here for the right (laughs) reasons. Uh Uh-oh. They're going to vote me off. Uh Uh-oh. That's okay. I'll I'll keep you on. Actually, they'll probably vote me off, too. uh I'm not here for the right reasons. Yeah, you can't support someone not there for the right reasons. (laughs) Uh, oh, I do want to see Cam back in Paradise, too. Um, Someone tweeted about that, and ever since I read it, I was like, you know what? I hate Cam, but it would be a lot of fun to see him again. What do you think he's up to? I think he's probably really sad. He's probably doing some rap shows. He's maybe, like, a little bit famous and, like, maybe has, like, two groupies, but they're kind of weird, and he kind of likes it, but it's not healthy. I don't know. Um, That's my theory, but I, I, I don't know. What about you? Um, you know, Hannah B would be good on Paradise. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just 
banking that her and Peter are going to end up together. So that's not possible, Evan. I'm sure. No, I'm sure what's going to happen is they're going to screw it up, and uh, then they'll both be in paradise. Ooh, and then it'll be like Colton and Tia, where you're like, oh, they're going to get together finally, and then it just it gets it goes so poorly, and then they break up, and it's like this really sucks. Shouldn't have done this on national TV. Maybe. That'll be fun. Could be, yeah. Can I tell you my theory? Yeah. My theory is that he's going to want to pick Madison because they have the best chemistry. But then she's going to be the the one that's like, I can't be with you if you're going to have sex with these women. And Peter's like, because he probably already did. Um, Or he is definitely going to want to. Anyway, and then so he's like, okay, well, I guess that's not going to work out. Bummer. She was the only one he actually liked. So then he's going to pick someone random and he's not going to be 100% sold on it, but he's going to pretend he is. And then something about Hannah B or something about the other person. And he's just like, ah, fuck. And then he picks Hannah B. Or he's just like, ah, fuck, whatever. And then slides into Hannah B's DMs later. Ooh, the DM slide. Classic. It's classic in Bachelor Nation. I don't know why I keep slipping into that weird voice. It's a good voice. Thank you. You got any more questions for the answers? <laughs> uh, who do you want to see in Paradise? I meant these. I don't care about Paradise. Okay, well then let's move on. I don't know. I'm actually excited for Paradise. Or I'm just really sick of this season of The Bachelor. I'm sick of this season of The Bachelor. I'm really ready for it to be over. I, I I agree with you, actually. I didn't mention this way back when we were over there. Um, but I do agree that this season is way too overproduced. And I think that's kind of the consensus with all of Bachelor Nation. But I, I think the like super produced drama takes away from it naturally happening. And I think that's why I don't like it. Like, I like... I like a good dose of drama. You like organic drama? Yeah, like it's not reality TV if there's not drama. And I think that's why the earlier seasons of America's Next Top Model are so good, is that like there's a good amount of production involved. But it's like they kind of like spark a little something, and then they just see where it goes. Or they kind of like egg it on a little bit, you know? But I feel like this season of The Bachelor, the producers are just going to extremes to make awkward and uncomfortable situations happen and it's like listen it's a group of x amount of people in a tense situation it's gonna happen regardless you just gotta like elbow them a little bit or like whisper in their ear a little bit but you don't have to like fly them to cleveland ohio so that one of them can awkwardly dance with peter in front of her ex like it's too much that's too much okay all right next question Ooh. all right who do you think Shan was referring to when she said to Peter, be aware of some of the people in this house? Dun, dun, dun. You know, it could be everybody. Uh, a lot of people on the Twitter are saying this is the everybody's the villain season. Um, and I think everybody is the villain. Um, I think Maddie has done nothing wrong, but whatever. So everybody but Maddie. Yeah. Hannah Ann's a little, like, I don't trust her 100%, but she hasn't really given me a reason to be like, Trezo Fallon. Natasha's been pretty chill, but she's definitely spoken up a lot about drama. But I don't think she's been quite a villain. She's I, just been vocal, which is important. 
I was just going to say, I've never met a Natasha in my entire life, but somehow for every season of The Bachelor, they find a Natasha. Who are the other Natashas? I don't know. I, I was just... Lying? Was lying. Making up stories. Uh, feels like a name that's on The Bachelor a lot. No, I think it is. I don't know. I think it's relatively common. I think I've met a few... Although now I'm wondering if they were Natalie's. No. I met Natalie's. I went to first grade with a Natalie. She was really good at soccer. I think it was Natasha. I don't know. I think I'm pretty high. I was also the same high as Boat. Yeah, because now I can't remember the name of like a lot of people. Well, you know what you got to do. Is the name Natalie the same as the name Catherine? No, they're completely different. But for a moment, they were the same. And then I was like, is that one person who is named Catherine actually named Natalie? And it got really confusing in my head. I'm really, really high. Let's let's move on to the next question. Yeah. All right. Well, Dana is smoking weed over there. Oh, I'm I'm not. I got to cool my jets a little bit. Well, Dana's icing her jets down. Let's move on to a new bygone era of questioning. Um, I'm, should I do a little bit more weed, Evan? I've been doing the weeds as we go, and uh, I'm telling you, Danny, you got to smoke yourself sober. It's going to be a fun podcast. Oh, this is a big one. Oh, I wrote this one. All right. So strap in because this is like four lines of question. Oh, no, I just can't read my own writing. Uh, (laughs) Do you want me to read it? No, I got it. Okay. (laughs) I also just can't read, so. The producers set Peter and Victoria F. up on a date where Victoria's ex-boyfriend sang to them at a private concert. Does the overproduction of the show add value for you, or do you prefer the drama more candid? Oh, well, as we discussed earlier in the podcast, Evan... I think it's too overly produced because it just felt like it was so on the nose. Like it was so obvious that the producers did that, that it wasn't even like, oh, that's crazy. Like, whoa, whoa, I can't believe that her ex-boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. It's like obviously the producers knew about that. Like obviously they planned it. Obviously they set it up that way. They weren't even like, oh, well, maybe we'll just do Chase Rice and like whoever needs a date that week or like, you know, like it, obviously they planned it like, Oh, ha Funny. Got you producers. I see what you did there. I wonder like <sighs> why they even did it. Like what is, what is the advantage to that? What's the, what's the, it's almost the like the producers don't care if Peter really finds love anymore. The producers aren't here for the right reasons, Evan. Oh, I think we all knew that. <laughs> I know, but it's like the like the show ain't. They're the ones. I got excited because it was funny. <laughs> no, this, this is a class, classic political move. You you come up with like your propaganda slogan, like oh they're not here for the right reasons, and then you get the your the idiots to just go off spouting this horrible jarble. And, yeah, they just they just go. Burp, 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 I'm a robot. I repeat whatever you say, and then you just do whatever it is you said not to do, and it's classic. It's been working forever, and so the the producers 
live long enough to see themselves become the villains. They were always the villains. Okay, I know, yeah, but it was like, because that quote. You're just reflecting all my jokes. Made me sound not funny, Evan. You're not being funny, Dana. I'm telling you this as a friend. Okay, let's just ask the next question. I'm so, I'm sorry. I I just want to move on. Let me. I want to just get you. Next question. I, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm do some more weeks. I don't handle. I don't handle the stress well. <laughs> All right. Well, if it helps, I forgive you and I love you. Um, And I'm sorry my jokes weren't funny. I smoked a lot of weed and I guess it made me really happy and think that things were funny. So I'm sorry that I tried to bring a little bit of joy into this podcast. It's fair. I got political. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. We're talking about politics? I can't even remember what we were talking about, honestly. It was an allegory. I forgive you, Evan. This is is an intellectual podcast. It is? Despite what the critics tell you, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next question <laughs> I'm so fucking funny. Oh, this episode is a fun one. Okay. Uh so this question is <laughs> Lameo, what if Cam comes back to paradise? Question mark, question mark, question mark. L M A O. Who wrote this one? <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was me. I yeah. laughed my ass off. Uh, I think he'll just worm crawl into the ocean again. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, he's so skeevy and I don't ever want him to find love um, Jeez, in the nicest mean. way possible. <laughs> but, you know, he was pretty funny on the show and I, there were a lot of really great moments that involved him. And, you know, looking back, it was a fun time. I can say that. And I might have complained at the time. But it was good TV. He was good TV. Well, when he was on Paradise. Not when he was on The Bachelorette. That was terrible. Um, anyway, let's move on. All right, let's move on. Just like the Arithmics said. Uh, Peter Lowkey said, Not giving yourself fully, heart-wise, in a relationship is the same as Never being, quotes, in love. Do you agree? Getting deep here. Deep questions. Deep questions that merit doing some weed. I think, in a sense, but I think there's two separate things. It's like a like a Venn diagram, you know? Uh-huh. Got it. So it's a Venn diagram. That's, that, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I, I get it. Um... Not fully heart wise. Not giving yourself fully heart wise. The way it went down in the show uh-huh. was Hannah Ann was like, Oh, I've loved somebody, but I've never been in love with somebody. Uh-huh. I think- and so Peter then replied to that by saying, Oh, so you've never given your heart fully to somebody or something like that. Uh-huh. See, I think you can be in love with somebody. Before you give your heart to them. But wait. So like the the being in love is independent of the heart giving. Or giving yourself fully heart wise. But I also think you can give yourself fully heart wise. In a completely like platonic or asexual. Or completely 
outside of the love thing. I think they're completely independent of each other. Yeah. Because I think giving your heart fully to somebody is also, in a way, like giving them all of your trust. Like, I trust this person fully. Uh Like, I've given them my heart, my most sacred organ that pumps the blood through my body. And I don't necessarily that that is an in-love situation because I think you can give your heart fully to somebody in any sense of a relationship. Um, It's just whether or not your whole heart is there. Yeah. Because the in love, I'm assuming it's romantic in love. Yeah. That's like a kind of like an infatuation thing, but like a fancy infatuation. And then the giving yourself is like a, I don't know, that's like an outward thing. That's like a projection of your heart. But the infatuation is like an inflection. Yeah, it's like the in love is like your thoughts and the in love is more like your body feels. I don't yeah, know. You no, can't you I, get, I get it? What you, you know mean. what I mean? Yeah. Word, yeah. Totes, malotes. Cool beans, cool beans. I, I do think that was a little weird of him to like call her out like that. Like, oh, you've never given your heart fully to somebody. And he didn't say it like that, but uh-huh. he had it kind of like a like a mean tone, undertone. And I was like, girl, uh, Hannah Ann's like 22. Yeah, she's probably never been in love with anybody. Peter she's has no child. fucking tact. Like, I don't know. He just cancels all these dates. He picked Victoria F to go on two one-on-ones with him. Wait, have you heard about how she, like, sleeps around with a bunch of husbands in, in Virginia Beach? That's like a the, good place yeah, to be like sleeping the, around with husbands. Yeah, like the city she's in. Like people yeah. literally recognize her and know her as, oh, she sleeps with a bunch of married men all the time. And it's like people who have never even seen the show. Married men need sex too, Dana. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's for the 60 plus crowd that listens to the podcast. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, I'm sorry. You were probably saying something. <laughs> I just, wanted, so, I just wanted. I just wanted. I just wanted to gossip. What was the question again? Oh, the it was all philosophical. Let's move on. I'm tired of philosophy. Moving on. Moving well, no, on. it was quite fun. I'd do it again, but all right, my brain's work. I gotta keep going. Dan, you probably need to do weed for this one. Do I? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna trust you. While Dana is doing the weed, I'd like to take a small moment here to just ramble. Um, oh, you should thank our sponsors. Oh, um, we'd like to thank the sponsors, the mastication. Um, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to like rhyme with masturbation. As they like, what do they say? That's that's <laughs> what the listener was gonna do, <laughs> and then it's just gonna turn out to be like a normal normal <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> it's just like the uh, in love and the giving your heart. Uh, laughter and funny can be different. Um, so, anyways, Dana, talk about the dream you had where you were a contestant on The Bachelor. Oh no! Oh, that was a little mean of you, Evan. But quite playful. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. This was last night? Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Wait. 
No, it was the night before. Last night, I dreamt about Catherine Tate as Nellie from The Office, and we were, like, in some British city. I don't think it was London. Uh-huh. Anyway. Chasing her down. Yeah, I was chasing her down because she was running somewhere, and I was like, I gotta know where she's going. Um, like, it was in a friendly way. <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were friends in the dream. Uh, anyway, so that was my dream last night. But I'm going to talk about my dream from two nights ago. <laughs> and in this dream, I was a contestant on The Bachelor, which we already established. But I, I got to I gotta get there myself. Yeah, okay. So I was contestant. I was contestant on The Bachelor. And we had traveled. And we were either, like, on a cruise ship or in a hotel slash event space. It really felt like a boat, though, but I don't I don't know why I'm thinking that. Anyway, so we were all we'd all like gathered in a theater and it was kind of like we knew we were going into a beauty pageant before we got there. Like we hadn't been prepped, but like someone was like, oh, well, the group date's going to be a beauty pageant. So we all showed up in this like theater auditorium and then I get there and I'm like, oh, it's a beauty pageant. And I look down and I'm wearing green flip flops. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't wear green flip-flops for this beauty pageant. I feel like that's just a big mistake. Like, I should get some closed-toed shoes because those are safer to walk on stage with. You might spill chemicals on your feet. Who knows? You don't want that. Anyway, um, and so we've kind of, like, already been there for a while. Like, we found our seats and we're like, oh, is this thing going to get going? Oh, and instead of the Peter being the bachelor, the bachelor was... Pete, the new guy from season uh, nine of The Office. We've been watching a lot of Office lately. Yeah, it's I have dreamed of Office characters for the last few nights, and it's been buck wild. Um, kind of nice to have them in my dreams, though. They've yeah. been good dreams. Peter's a trade up from Peter, though. Yeah, he's. I think he's better. Yeah, Office Peter is. I, I'd go out on more dates with Office Peter than with um, Pilot Peter. Yeah. Is he a pilot, though? Never seen it happen. Exactly. But we knew we know that Pete's the new guy. And yeah. we know that he works I've in the office. I've seen him in the office. I've seen him in the office. Exactly. Yeah. You get it. Um, so I was, like, actually a little bit excited to be there, too. Because I was like, he seems pretty cool. Might be a lovely young man. And so I go to, like, the judges who are at, like, the front table by the front of the stage. Um, and they're all, like, shuffling their papers. And I'm like, oh, we have to get started. Oh, blah. Um, and so I go to this one guy and I think he had like, he was a white guy and he had bleached hair and a pink shirt, maybe eyeliner. I can't remember. Anyway, but, um, I go up and I'm like, shoot, I forgot, or like, I'm wearing green flip flops. Can I run back and get other shoes? And he's like, oh, you didn't know you're not supposed to wear flip flops. And then all of a sudden in my head, I remember like, oh, fuck, they gave us a piece of paper that was like, don't wear flip flops. I was like, fuck, I forgot about it until just now. Can I go back and get different shoes? And he was like, oh, yeah, fine. We're just about to start, but whatever. And we'd been waiting for like an hour, so they were like an hour late. But anyway, so I was like, okay. So I had to run all the way back to my room, and I was really stressed because I'm not a fast runner. Huh. So I, I was bet like, it was easy because you were wearing flip-flops. Exactly. Um, and the hotel was kind of like dark green and had kind of like a, like, like a medium warm wood. Uh, I don't know how to describe wood right now. So it's a wonderful cruise ship slash hotel. It's really pretty and it's kind of like, I don't know, colors I like too. Um, it had a patterned carpet. 
can't remember what was the main color was a dark green similar to the walls anyway and so i'm like running past and the hotel's kind of a weird thing where it does basically i was turning hallways a bunch um (laughs) or turning a lot of corners and so finally i get to our room and housekeeping's been so everything's all tidied up and looks different than before even Uh though i don't remember being there before are you gonna tip housekeeping should always tip housekeeping yes when we check out yeah um but we're still there tip them Um, by the day that you stayed too Okay, thank you. I will try to do that in the dream that I had two nights ago. So I'm looking for my shoes, and I'm like, okay, they're being in a cabinet, whatever. I find the shoes eventually, and I'm running back, and I'm almost back to the auditorium theater. And then I get, like, lost. Like, I just turn a hallway, and then it's the wrong hallway, and I'm like, don't know how to get back to the auditorium theater. So I, like, run down a couple hallways, and then I backtrack, and then I find it again. And it's like just barely started and I try to get back to my anyway. And then I think I started waking up. I feel like something happened in the middle of that, though. Yeah, you ran down the hallways forever. Oh, my God. I did. Honestly, that was a lot of it, actually. Hallways. What is that symbolic? of? I don't know. Let's get the dream dictionary. Oh, man, Evan, you got to smell this book. You don't like that smell? It smells like dust. Oh, God. Oh, God. I love it. Oh, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> smells so good. Okay. Hold on. Google, the malevolent controller of all information in the world, says to dream of a hallway represents a transition, change in the way you think, or change in the circumstances of your life as you progress to the next stage. Negatively, dreaming of being in a hallway may reflect transitions in waking life that are uncertain, difficult, scary, or dangerous. That sounds fair. Let's see. Let's see what the 1970s Dream Dictionary says. It's probably something about sex. (laughs) Wait, does it not have hall in there? Wait, what? Uh, Yeah, there's no entry for hallway. That's why. Maybe they didn't have hallways in the 70s. Maybe they invented those in the 80s. There's one for hell. What's another word for hallway? Corridor. Corridor. Oh, corridor is a very 1970s word. Yeah. All the old people that were my teachers when I was tiny and young, they used the word corridors every now and then. And like, yeah, with the times, grandma, nobody's calling corridors anymore. There's one for corridor. Oh, Tony Crisp, you did it again. All right. Example. I'm trapped in a long passageway or corridor. I can't get out. I'm feeling my way along the wall. There is a small light at the end of the tunnel. I can't get to it. I'm very frightened. I wake up before I get to the end. Then I feel afraid to go back and sleep. Margaret. The example may refer to the experience of birth in the birth canal. Such a corridor can also depict our sense of not being able to get out of an unsatisfactory situation. No man's land, limbo, in-between state, the process of going from one thing to another. See white under color. That has nothing. That's It's nothing. Yeah, that sounds similar to the Google one. Was it? Oh, right, yeah. No, because this was just like... Like, I got there, and I got back. Uh-huh. Just a lot of 
fucking corridors to run through. Maybe you're self-assured, like, oh, I'm going through a transition phase in my life, but I'm going to get there. And then once I get there, I'm going to go back. And it might not be exactly what I expect, and it might be a little bumpy, but I'm going to get there. Cool. Oh, man. Wait, look at you being all confident. Look at at me. My dreams are telling me it's going to be okay. I love it. I'm so fucking thirsty. That was a long story. You want to ask the next question? I'll talk on for 30 minutes or so. (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. I'm sorry. I talked for so long. And we talk about dreams. And we have recorded 25 episodes of this show. And we've never talked about dreams before, Evan. Oh, that's wild. Actually, we probably have. But not that in depth. We haven't analyzed them that hard. I have a lot of nightmares. I don't know what's up with that. All right. Well, maybe you can bring it up in the next question we ask. Uh, What's the in-studio lava lamp up to now? And while Evan smokes some Weedums. I can relate this. Every time I am uh, going to have a stomach ache or like the stomach flu, I have the same dream. And it's like a geometric dream. I have a lot of geometric dreams, too. One time I had a nightmare that was like a green triangle laid on top of a blue square. And I woke up screaming and in cold sweats. And I don't know why, but that was very upsetting. This is not that dream. Every time I, uh, I'm about to like wake up with like the stomach bug, I have a dream of like a brown circle. And it will like pulsate and grow kind of like a... Like when you see like the bass thing on a speaker do that womp womp, kind of like that, almost like a sound. It moves like a sound and they're like very, I don't know, I feel like a pleasurable thing throughout my like entire body of like the, the shape when it gets to like a certain size and shape. But then sometimes it will get like very small and I'll feel very small or it'll get like very big. And I will feel just like too blown out. But then there are other shapes and sizes where I feel different things. And some of them aren't nice. And then I think the color of the brown changes sometimes. Like it fades in and out. And that also has like some sort of sensation to it. And it's weird. Do you, is this also when you have a fever? Like a feverous stomach flu? I don't know if there's a fever involved. Could that be like my brain boiling? It could It could be your brain boiling a little bit because it sounds similar to weird sensations I've had when I've had a fever. Like uh, I like fever dreams. Those are fun, but I never remember them. Oh, really? I remember like all of my fever dreams. Do you want me to talk about my fever dreams? Oh, I'm sorry. We got to save something for the next episode. <laughs> I have so many of them. Oh, my gosh. Please ask me about my fever dreams. I love talking about them. They're so much fun. But we'll save that for next time. Did you want to talk about your dreams more? No, that's 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 plenty for now. Bring okay, up cool. Next time. Okay, cool. Because I know I took a lot of time and I wanted to oh. allow you to have that much time. No, no, I, I covered a good subject. Got yeah. The subject matter addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, keep it keep it simple. One subject at a time. We'll get there. We'll all learn a little bit about each other. And grow as human individuals. Uh, we're on the journey. All right. What yeah. What do you see the lava? It's not. It's not really doing anything. It's, it's not. Uh, I don't think we've had it on for long enough. It's the lights on and it's glowing, but it's kind of like there's just two blobs. One's at the top, one's at the bottom, and the one on top is 
tiny like mm, like a, like maybe the size of a ping pong ball and then on the bottom it just looks like a really sludgy turd like someone had a real wet poop you know like and it was like kind of liquid it, like it was solid like pudding you know but like round on top and a little bit imbalanced just to be able to tell me where does this season rank compared to all other seasons we've watched, including Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and the Winter Games? Um, it's one of the bottom two with Becca's season, and I can't pick which one is the worst. It might be this one, but I don't ever want to watch anything that happened on Becca's season. Like Ari's season, like there were some fun moments. I like some, some of those contestants. Like it was a pretty good time. And... Becca's season, I was just like, I just, I'm over it. Whatever. What do you think? I think that I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> because I was looking on Twitter to see if anybody tweeted us any questions. <laughs> Did anyone tweet us any questions? Because we ran out of questions. That was the last question. Wait, what? That's it. Wait, really? No more questions. You gotta put the hat on. Too late. I already did. Um, <laughs> good because i was getting really worried that this episode was going to be like an like an hour and 45 minutes we can still do that if you want i mean we can see where it goes i'm not against it um but i just wanted to make sure we got through the questions and i was worried we weren't going to be able to so did anyone tweet at us um not really so we tweeted i didn't learn anything about mckenna this season except she has brown eyes and cries easily who even is she hashtag the bachelor and then User Pilot Pete, the number two. Just like Pilot Pete, two. Uh-huh. Like the number two. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, tweeted, she is strong, she is beautiful, and she knows what she deserves more than anything. Kindness wins. Love wins. Hashtag The Bachelor ABC. <laughs> so that's just something to think about, Dana. All right. Well, you can tweet at us. Our Twitter URL is budding romance. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> it's budding Romans because some jerk won't give us the Twitter name, <laughs> even though we never asked. Yeah. So if you want to tweet at us, do the little um, at sign. Or tweet at budding romance and tell them to give us their username. Let's not confuse people, Evan. You want to talk to us. We're the nice people. Whoever's sitting on budding romance, they're probably not nice. But we we can guarantee that we're nice. So you should just don't bother about that. Tweet at us. B-U-D-D-I-N-G-R-O-M-A-N-S. That's us. Tweet at us. Budding Romans. Yeah, we're trying to become Romans, but it's it's hard. Yeah. Because I, it's hard. I get Greece and Rome mixed up all the time. Thank you all for listening. We love you. And good night. Wait, it might not be nighttime when you're listening. Good day. <laughs> good morrow to you. And <laughs> one woohoo. Thank you.